stoked for episode four. Oh my gosh. Episode four of the Fan Theories podcast here on the There Network. I am your host, Emily Kelly. And I am Peter Hunan. <laughs> and this topic this week is really exciting because there's really a lot to talk about in the ever-expanding Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's literally ever-expanding because I don't think they're ever going to stop making movies and television shows. And that's not the only thing that's expanding, people. Oh, my God. You're so dumb. I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. It's all right. Joining us for this really, really fun episode is our friend and Marvel aficionado, Curious Joy. Oh, hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. You said Marvel and I was in. I know. (laughs) I had you at Marvel. We were so stoked to have you on. Yes. So first, let's let's do some plugs. Where can people find you on on the interwebs, Joy? I am pretty much everywhere, and the easy thing about it is that my name handle is the same everywhere, which is Curious Joy. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, nice Twitch. (laughs) Twitch. What are you playing on Twitch? Uh, I I still have to beat one more episode of Telltale Batman, and then I'm going to hop over the Guardians. And if not that, then Overwatch and maybe Breath of the Wild sometimes. I don't want to play too much Breath of the Wild because I don't want to spoil it for people. But Oh, yeah, that's oh, a good point. Yeah. <laughs> True. Nice. True. Good selection. Yes, great. So, I mean, if you follow Joy on, on any of those platforms that she just described, you will know of her immense love of marvel everything marvel so how did you get into marvel did you come in from the movies or you were a longtime comic reader i actually had no choice in the matter i grew up (laughs) with three older brothers uh so i grew up in the world of comics because of them and each of my brothers had a favorite hero one of my brother's favorite heroes batman so that's why i got a little bit of dc not too much but um like my oldest brother loves wolverine and then my middle brother loves captain america and my youngest loves batman so that's that's so appropriate yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so it's just like it's always been around and then just growing up and then now with the mcu happening it's like oh i can learn some more knowledge because i was very limited to my knowledge growing up only because like they had their specific characters so i heard about them way too much (laughs) (laughs) but now it's like i'm developing things on my own and seeing characters on my own that i never got to do growing up so right it's been fun now i'm like at first i was like yeah captain america's my favorite i was like oh no i love dr strange (laughs) oh fall in love with dr strange now especially yeah and your dr strange cosplay is so phenomenal like i remember watching the the progress on your instagram of like just like the coat details and the look like the eye oh my gosh it was amazing how many marvel cosplays do you have now you you have quite a few is it, is it easier to count characters you haven't cosplayed? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I have I have a few iterations of the same character. I went through a year where I was really lazy with my cosplay, where I was just like, oh, I'm doing the casual thing. But now this year, I'm like, after building Doctor Strange, I missed that whole building factor. So I finished Civil War Black Widow. And right now, I'm currently working on Thor Ragnarok. Oh, who are you going to be from Thor? 
I am going to be Thor. <laughs> oh, very appropriate. Cool. How yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I'm excited. I'm super, and super excited. <laughs> okay, great, awesome. Right. So, well, what are we talking about? What is what is this? What are we? What is with the you know just t- today? Okay, so let's focus. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So first, let's let's ask what film Joy are you looking forward to the most coming up? Which MCU film? I mean, I think it's I'm obvious, right? <laughs> no, what do you think? I'm excited for <laughs> the Thor. Thor. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What about because, you, then? No, I want to listen. Why? Why okay, Thor? Yes. Uh, because, like, out of every single movie that's came out for the MCU, Thor's run has been, like, the one that I would say is most forgetful. And they're not bad at all. When I watch them, when I do marathons, it's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. But then eh, moving on. And so I feel like with Ragnarok, they have absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. And they right. just play around and do whatever they want and it looks awesome. It's definitely going to just be just fun and colorful and yeah. great. And I'm uh, glad think- like they're using the comedic factor of Chris Hemsworth because I think he's literally the funniest person in the entire MCU cast. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think that's almost the the caveat to the Thor movies is that um people see Chris Hemsworth and they think, oh, he's just you know this hot guy. And I think sometimes that may take credibility away from the movie. It's, you know, itself. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, maybe, possibly. He is really fine. And Thor, they've really banked. You're totally right. They really have banked lately about his humor of with the room, with his roommate. <laughs> What's the roommate's name? Kyle or Trevor? Or... I forgot. I can space I out of that. Yeah. I, but those <laughs> are so funny. And I like the professor too, just running around. Oh yeah, running around naked. Yeah, those are always fun. (laughs) So good, Thor. Okay, what about you, babe? Um, pass. No, you can't. I I, I can't. All of them. (laughs) All of them. I can't wait. Oh my god. I I would. I would have to say no. I would have to say Thor. Rag. uh, Yeah, Thor for the same reasons because uh, I I agree with you, Joy. I mean, I think the movies are underrated. I think the the whole universe of Asgard. I think we could see more. Um, I, I don't know. I just I, I love that universe. You know, seeing all of the the myth, mysticism. You know, and that mm-hmm. it's real. You know, I, I love that place and I love the characters. And Chris Helmsworth, you know, does a hell of a god that job with yeah. uh, Thor and Tom Hiddleston too. Is I oh mean, amazing! Always he's so great. Um, man, I mean, I'm really looking forward to Thor. But I think it's, for me, it's a toss-up between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Just because it was such a, like, out of left field. Like, when it was first announced, I was like, what? How is this even going to work with a big tree and a talking raccoon? But it was, it's so good. And James Gunn really done it justice. And everyone, the whole cast is so great. But my other one, I'm really, really excited about Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Oh, just every casting announcement that they had was just, oh, great. I love them. Oh, oh my God, they're amazing. Oh, my, this is going to be, I this is going to be amazing. Like, I'm so excited. And again, yeah, the mysticism is really cool. And I think it's a different sort of cultural story that the MCU audience hasn't gotten to see before. And, you know, this kind of origin story, but that he's already the Black Panther. You know, it's going to be. I'm so excited for that one. Like, that can't come close enough. I'm excited to see Michael B. Jordan be a villain because oh, he always yeah. plays the same character. And so now I'm like, oh, yes, get evil. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. I forgot that he's the villain. That'll, that'll be great. 
That'll be fantastic. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited. That'll be great. Okay. Now, let us get into our main topic. And our main topic tonight, today, this evening, this morning, wherever you're listening to this, is where is the last Infinity Stone? Where is it? I we're I don't know. We're well, going to talk about it's it. It's the Soul Stone, right? Yes. So... Five of the six stones are presently accounted for, or at least we've seen them or, or heard about them. So they are the space stone. And I wish we could run it down like you do Captain Planet, like fire. Yeah. You know, no, <laughs> but we don't have that. We don't. I wish. Now I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah. Well, you know. Next we'll, time. Yeah. Okay. So the space stone, which is the Tesseract, we've seen that one quite a bit um, starting out in, in the first Avenger. The reality stone, which is the Aether, that um, is presumably still in the possession of the collector, but since his little, you know, lair was exploded, um, we're not really sure. But let's just assume he has some fail safes there. That one was from um, Thor, the second Thor, Thor of the Dark World. Then the Power Stone, which is the orb, that is safe in Nova yeah. Corps. So that was from Guardians of the Galaxy. And then there's also the Mind Stone, which was Loki's scepter. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, in Vision's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we know Apart- where it is. Artemis. Yeah. Artemis. Yeah. 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 And the last one is the Time Stone, which is, as we all know, the Eye of Agamotto, which is so fun to say. So good. And that is uh, safe with Doctor Strange. Yep. Well, safe. Re- relatively safe. Oh, right. Yeah. It is Doctor Strange. Let's not forget. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> So the only one that is missing is the um, soul. Yeah, the soul stone. So your soul is mine. (laughs) So there's a lot of theory and everyone has their theory. So but I want to talk about the theory that kind of makes the most sense. I think right now, I mean, out of all of them, it had the most kind of evidence to back it up. And so this is a literal fan theory. It comes from a reader from comicbook.com. His name is Justin Short. He suggests that the answer has been in front of our eyes, or rather in someone's eyes, all along. So the theory goes like this. Quick sum up. The only look that we've had at the Soul Stone is when in Guardians of the Galaxy, the Collector gives us a little rundown of each stone, and we see that it is orange. So I think this differs a little bit from the comics. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joy. All the colors are wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that that's great. So it doesn't matter then. Not keeping to canon. Yeah, not. They're just aesthetic choices at this point. Yeah, they were pretty. Yeah, whatever they're pretty. So, so in the MCU, since that is what we're addressing, the Soul Stone is orange. And as Justin has suggested, it looks eerily similar to Heimdall's eyes. So there's a lot of names in Thor. So Heimdall is the beautiful Idris Elba, the guardian of, of the Bifrost. The Bifrost being the Rainbow Ridge. Yeah, the, the bridge. Rainbow Bridge, yeah. The Rainbow Road, as I like to call oh, yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I hate that level, though. <sighs> Seriously. I mean, I try and dodge a green shell, and then, oh, nope, flying out into space. <laughs> Blame Heimdall at this point. No, Heimdall's the man. <laughs> so, per Norse mythology, and not that all of, of Thor's comics follow, again, not the canon of his own Norse mythology, but in Norse mythology... Um, Odin, Thor's dad, played by the amazing Anthony Hopkins, gifts Heimdall his sight. So he he's giving him these eyes, and he's Heimdall is quoted as saying in in Thor: The Dark World, the second Thor, 
that he can see all of the souls in the nine realms. That's how he keeps track of people. You know, he can find people, can can assess danger. So the, look at that little keyword there of soul, sort of a, a, a hot tip off. Yeah. And then in Thor's vision during Age of Ultron, he sees that Heimdall is blind, suggesting that his sight, or if the theory is correct, the stones will be taken from him or have already been taken from him. Not his stones. No, <laughs> don't take the stones. <laughs> so, Joy, what, what, do you, what do you think about this one? I mean, it, it seems compelling, but, I mean, is there any sort of like comic book knowledge maybe or just, you know, like gut feeling about this one? I think this is the closest theory to being true because I've also read a few things saying that the Infinity Stones spell out Thanos, Mm-hmm. And currently, the soul stone is only one missing, missing, and it's an H in Thanos because everything else is stand for. Oh, because the time stone is the eye of Agamotto, but it's a necklace, so they counted that as in for Thanos. And then there's Tesseract T, uh-huh. Aether A, Orb O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Loki scepter, scepter S. Yes. Uh, but I was like, there's no V in Thanos. Uh, right. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was also thinking, man, I suck at anagrams. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, that's how I was like, oh, I was like, I swear it spells Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and so the H was missing. So I read that. So I was like, okay, it makes the most sense because it definitely had to already been like seen in a way. Mm-hmm. And Brilliant. Uh, I do feel for sure that it's going to be revealed in um, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Because the next movie after that is like Infinity War. I mean, we've got to have it now. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, well, Guardians too, but I, we've already kind of gotten one from Guardians, mm-hmm. but we already got one from Thor. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute of, of maybe where it could show up. But so, so you think this is a, a, a solid theory, like this could totally be true. Yeah, and then another thing is that since the Infinity Stones aren't really Earth things, mm-hmm. um, they come from, you know, the galaxy up there. And so that's why it makes sense that, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy had a stone. But Thor has had two stones in his movie because if you count Loki's scepter. Mm-hmm. Um, right, absolutely. And then the Dark World had another one. So, And he's the one that had the flashback in Age of Ultron about the stone. So he's really close to these stones. So if the last one to show up in guardians, I would like break Thor's heart. I'm breaking yeah. the heart of Thor right now. Oh, yeah. I, I see it. I, I can like through my soul, I can see your, your heart emoji. Yeah, that's true. Also uh, in Odin's trophy room, he has the gauntlet or at least a, a version of the gauntlet. Yeah. So I guess it would make sense that, you know, these very galactic stones would be in the most galactic um, part of the MCU because we've only had we've now had we'll have three Thor movies and only one Guardians of the Galaxy. So okay, that makes okay. I'm liking this. I'm liking this theory. I do remember. I mean, I could be mistaken, but I thought it was Heimdall's sword that did the bridge. So maybe it's just you know they changed they changed it. Mm. Um, well, he doesn't make the bridge with his eyeballs. Like you just that's true. Stuff. That's true. <laughs> that would be gnarly. Like yeah. you just <laughs> with like laser vision. <laughs> oh my god, poor Idris Elba's face. Oh my, his beautiful That'd be all right. rainbow, rainbow face. Rainbow's coming out of his eyeballs. That should be an emoji. That's kind of how I 
seem like oh, I look yeah. like when I see him, just like rainbows and hearts yeah. coming out of my eyeballs. Make it a meme. <laughs> okay, so I think we're all in agreement that this is this is a really solid theory. So so Justin, this was really a good job, buddy. So, but there are some some you know cons. Be the bearer of bad news that maybe these were the reasons why this theory could be proven false. So when Odin sends Thor to deliver the Aether, the, the reality stone, to the collector, he says that it's because he doesn't want any two stones to be together. So unless Odin created Heimdall's eyes slash the soul stone accidentally or like he's just a liar like i you know this this would seem to ring kind of false for him so maybe i mean maybe he did it on accident or maybe he's just a big fat liar i don't know like it seems (laughs) i don't want to think of odin as a liar so we'll see maybe um I, i do believe he speaks false you know often uh so odin i believe so is he kind of a li- i don't know well he's not i don't think he's a liar so much as he <laughs> he he can he's a manipulator i would say yeah he, he's sent thor to earth and said nope he can't have milner sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah he's not winning any father of the year awards i feel like um that's okay okay so maybe still he's just kind of like covering it up like he doesn't want anyone to be suspicious of keeping all the soul stones like there in Asgard with him. Okay, cool. So the other one is that if Thanos has to take Heimdall's eyes from him, wouldn't this be kind of very sad, very very gross, weird. Um, Wouldn't this kind of then eventually take away from Thanos also having to take vision stone away from him? No vision. <laughs> like it's a little maybe too similar. It could be similar, but I think if this theory is true, that it's um Hella that takes the stones from Heimdall to give to Thanos. Because in the flashback of Age of Ultron, he's like, You brought us to hell. Mm. Hell, Hella, mm-hmm. Lady Death. So I mean, That's I'm not right. saying those visions are true, but I mean, like, there could be a sense. And at the beginning of the Thor Ragnarok trailer, he's in hell. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there might be something going on. Maybe there's like a trade-off that happens where Heimdall sacrifices himself or something for someone. But I feel like it's probably going to be Hela doing the taking. So that will be a lot more interesting. And and then you think Hela may also be Lady Death, perhaps? I think so, because, I mean... Like, I don't know if anyone knows the Infinity War story. I don't know. The main thing that always reminded me is that I always made fun of Thanos because he's like, he's destroying the planet because he wants to show that he loves Lady Death. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's so but, that's like, but that's like a huge factor of the fact of why he's destroying the world. And mm-hmm. there hasn't been someone that evil that is a lady <laughs> to right. do that for until Hela and his king, Kate yeah. Blanchett. Why oh. would you want to waste her in oh, yeah. <laughs> one movie? that's that i did not even think about that i was i heard of this theory actually floating around and i really like it too um and you brought up infinity war uh, i love seeing thanos as a as a kid growing up and his like fascination yeah. with death and how that blossomed that was that was surreal to me I, I i kind of was you know maybe ashamed of the fact that i liked it you know because <laughs> i thought it was a really neat you know relationship but it was so disturbing super weird yeah yeah but no, yeah, I, I mean, hell is great. 
and just thinking like i can't believe he's literally destroying the planet because he wants her affection <laughs> like yeah. that's hilarious to me <laughs> it's, like that, also, it's like that man who funny. shot reagan like to impress jodie foster yeah. like, child right. jodie foster sure like love makes you do crazy things everyone you know that is <laughs> true. Th- thanos <laughs> included apparently <laughs> I got I got crap for saying like Thanos is such a little baby. And they're like, no, he's the greatest villain in the world. I was like, but he did it for love. He's a baby. Yeah, he's definitely in an arrested development. And I love that that cover of him as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the the artist that does all those baby covers? I don't remember. Um, yeah. but I love that Thanos baby cover. <laughs> it's so cute, that variant. Okay, okay, great. So maybe Hella has a bigger role to play than just obviously being this big badass chick trying to literally destroy everything that that maybe she she has a bigger role in the infinity wars she's teamed up she there will be a team up of bad guys yeah because we, awesome. we are yeah go ahead that would be awesome and that, that would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that was it <laughs> oh i love it end of statement awesome okay so okay we like this theory it could definitely be true but if it's not joy, where else do you think the stone could be? Chaos theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a minute. I have to think of something. All right, I thought of one. I thought of one. Well, okay. we'll get to that one. Oh, you don't we'll, want to do mine? Okay, no, we'll, we'll, wait. we'll We'll get to the chaos theory, this nonsense theory that Peter has come uh. up with. But, so, I mean... If it doesn't show up in Thor, if it's not with Heimdall, the the other movie that will come out before Infinity War is, like I mentioned, Black Panther. Um, one of the theories was that to become Black Panther, they have to like commune with their ancestors and kind of the you know previous Black Panthers. So maybe that's kind of a connection to the soul part of the soul stone, you know, this sort of ancestral um, thing. Like maybe it's hidden in in his ring or hidden um, in some other object that he might carry or just hidden. I mean, he's got Bucky hidden away, like in his palace. <laughs> yes, he does. He could also have a soul stone. Um, we, I mean, the the what's the metal? Uh, vibranium. Vibranium, too, is kind of a, an alien sort of metal. Maybe the Soul Stone was captured in something that fell to Earth. And, I don't, well, I don't uh, know if the Soul Stone is necessarily a, like a solid thing at the mm, moment. It mm-hmm. might just be a power, like, like if it's in Heimdall. Heimdall is sort of, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the Soul Stone is him and he is the Soul Stone sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like Vision, too, I guess. Um, also, I mean, th- there's... There's, it's, it's it's the power of the soul, right? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a tangible object. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, point. I mean, if you won't let me get to my chaos theory yet. <laughs> We're going to get to Oh, it. my God. All right. I'll <laughs> pass. <laughs> and, of course, the other, uh, I mean, there's supposed to be kind of two Infinity War movies. They They were calling it part one and part two. Now it's Infinity War plus another Avengers titled movie. So maybe it just shows up in the beginning of infinity war and that's kind of the surprise the, the kickoff of this movie <laughs> about this whole thing of that now finally we have it um, my, yeah go <laughs> for it my hope would be that at the end of infinity war there's gonna be like death and destruction and then it ends yeah and then we have to wait for a year 
to continue for the death story. <laughs> oh, for the story. oh, right. Oh my God. Yes, the story. Yes. Because I mean, like, I feel like everything has a resolution. And then, like, I mean, Civil War ended up on a uh, happy, but like, still, like, oh, they're messed up. But I want Infinity War. You can't name the movie Infinity War and not have destruction and all that stuff. Right. And I hope that they do not um, spend most of the time setting it up. And I hope that everything is all set in stone by the time we get there so we can have more Thanos and more. Like villainy stuff because I feel like the villain should be in charge of this movie, whereas yeah. the next F- Avengers movie will be the resolution where everybody comes together and all this stuff like that. And yes, I still want Captain America to die. <laughs> well, no, I absolutely I agree with so everything, sad, but I feel like he should die. <laughs> and, then, and then Bucky takes up the shield, like everyone will be happy. It's fine. Well, I love what you said about <laughs> villains. You know, are, are the the heart of the stories because that's. That's how a, a well-written story works. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at any Shakespeare, and I, and I, if you go as far back as Shakespeare, I know, but you you see the villains are the real, you know, they're, they're the the stuff of of the story, yeah. and sometimes the main character is the villain. Yeah. So, so another theory then is perhaps maybe Thanos already has it. Like maybe we haven't seen it because he's already got it. Yeah, because he hasn't collected anything. <laughs> I know. Like, he's like, I'm going to do it myself. Like, maybe he already did. Like, between the two movies where he sat on his throne and said, like, F you, Chitaris, or whatever. Like, I'm going to go do it myself. Maybe he already has. And he already has one. And now just, like, needs his glove and, like, to get on with it. Indeed. Oh, that would be so sad, though. Because, you know, everyone's so anticipating this story. <laughs> I know. Guys, look what I have in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it would be like when you arrange or you're you assemble your team and it's like oh yeah here's hawkeye and here's iron man oh and here's dave just showing yeah. up you know? it's like it's so anticlimactic dave bob bob, bob of hydra <laughs> okay honey i know you are chomping at the bit to talk about your ridiculous chaos theory you're cursing let go talk about this nonsense all right so my first chaos theory that i want to talk about is what if the soul stone is the iron fist's power okay now bear with me on this we know that (laughs) or don't or don't or you just yeah tune out yeah don't listen to this podcast perhaps i already love please do please do (laughs) uh uh, i what if iron fist while he was in uh i want to call it shangri-la but i know that's not right uh kunlun kunlun thank you uh what if while he was in kunlun in this uh mystical place not of earth uh, perhaps even like a, a soul realm, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, what if while he was in this place, he, he fought the dragon or whatever? Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't want to support this uh, <laughs> this series because I didn't like it very much. But anyway, I'm going with it. Uh, what if he fought the dragon, got the stone, or got the power? I mean, he said himself that this it wasn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. And so what if uh, a, being able to harness his power, harness the soul stone, was his key to using it. Uh, it may be like a latent ability almost. And if his his chi or his chakra or whatever you want to call it, if his soul wasn't organized, he couldn't use the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I stand by it. I, I uh, you know, tell me, discuss. <laughs> I mean, his fist is orange, so. I yes, mean, I plus guess. one for Peter. I just want to <laughs> put that on the record. Chalk one up for Peter. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
Yeah, I know. I, 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 I thank you for taking me seriously for a little bit. I don't. Yeah. I think it's silly, but uh, I wanted to at least put it out there. Yeah, the only other thing, it would be an interesting way to tie the defenders into the Infinity War because I, I believe the defenders will show up in the Infinity War. Oh, I sure hope so. I think they were talking about it. I'm not sure if that's real or not real. I'm just getting confused. uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil were confirmed, but that was so long ago they could have changed it. Okay. Well, maybe. So again, I I suppose it could be a way, but I just don't want to give him like so much... I don't want to give him so much importance. I know. That's yeah. <laughs> the show is so silly. Man. Oh well. Whatever. It's hard to be taken seriously. His purpose is to destroy the hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we get it, bro. You told us like ten thousand times. <laughs> okay. So that's that's probably a little that's a good chaos of the it's, chaos theory. Yeah, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. But it was I I appreciate your inventiveness, honey. Thank you. What's another Here. stretch? Okay, so this one. I just I saw this one and I just thought it was crazy, but I kind of liked it because what if it was this? And because in the we all know that the slogan of the Marvel Universe, it's all connected. So this is one of those like it really is all like the foresight would have to have been unbelievable. So choice choices matter, people. Yeah, your choices matter. So this one says that. So at the end of the first Avenger. The red skull is like turned into this beam of energy by the Tesseract and, you know, shot into space. And so then in Doctor Strange, they mention a schizophrenic woman who many believe was a reference to Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Um, And then that woman was struck by lightning. So the Tesseract, the space stone, has this ability to open portals um, between dimensions across time, whatever. So the theory was that his, like, death triggered this, like, energy lightning thing from 1940s, then into modern times, and then struck Carol Danvers in her plane, probably because she's a pilot, and that's how she gets her, like, Captain Marvel powers, it it was weird it chirp. was a weird i know chirp. like chirp. It, and the writers have said that like her origin won't be you know totally reflect the comics but even then i was like dude what what who came up with this i think you have a better chance of the lightning being struck by thor <laughs> <laughs> it's so true and my my theory too or my my thinking with this theory too of like why does it have to be a man that gave her powers? Like, can't it just be some space being or whatever they decide on? Like, please don't make this crazy Nazi bad guy Hydra be responsible for this awesome female character's powers. Like, not even a something bad gives you something good. I know. Like, just like, just like Carol be Carol. You know, don't tie her down to Red Skull, man. Come That's on. That's true. That's true. I wouldn't want my backstory to have Red Skull in it. Of all villains, I know. Ugh. <laughs> always punch nazis always my theory always <laughs> another one okay so joy this one not not great not a good one i don't like it either <laughs> so let, let's move on though to one that i actually really do like and i don't think it'll be the case at all but i just kind of liked to think that maybe this could be possible because i just really love natalie portman so the theory is that jane foster natalie portman's character in thor um is morgan lefay 
the the um, sorceress type character from from Arthurian legend, but now repurposed in comic book characters, or or alternatively, just some sort of powerful being. So the theory uh, goes like this: the first, the pretense is like Natalie's absence is due to both contract negotiations and creative differences. That's why we haven't seen Doctor Foster in, in in quite some time. But the theory suggests that there actually might be a canon sort of explanation of in Thor to Dark World, she interacts with the ether. And according to the collector, only people of great power, powerful beings can um, manipulate or, I mean, just even touch the infinity stones without instantly dying. You know, we saw this in Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit too, if, you know, it needed all six of them in order to, to not die and for everyone else not to die. So, and she, doesn't die and she kind of absorbs it a little bit and like gets you know she's okay she she's not dead so court sort of like well what about her makes this possible so the theory suggests that she is actually morgan lefay this powerful sorceress and that her ability to to be around the in this reality stone has affected you know she can't glamorize herself you know she can't hide her true powers or her true nature so that's why she is gone the alternate theory is that jane foster in the comics becomes thor at one point so that maybe her powerful beingness is just an allusion to the fact that she could wield milner so i just thought it was neat um because i always like given given uh, the ladies of the mcu a bigger role and a bigger importance and i thought it was a really well thought out theory I think they're reaching. She's never coming back. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. I mean, that's why I said I prefaced it with like, this is never going to be true or real, but I just like to think that maybe it could be. No, definitely Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Not that either. <laughs> All of our theories are terrible. This is why they're chaos theories, because they're bad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Okay. <laughs> I hate this one. All right, it I'll makes, go, I'll it go through no it. Sense. It's so silly. Okay, so... The premise for this one is the Battle of New York, the incident never happened. That the whole thing was a ruse by the reality stone or, or the mind stone. I mean, it's, it's by crazy. Thanos, like by, to by test Thanos. the Avengers and like get their powers and like see what they would do in a situation like of an invasion. Right. So to, to test their, their defenses and to see how strong they were. Yeah. It's, it seems ridiculous. And, and, for so many reasons. I mean, yeah, yeah it seems dumb. Yeah. Cause Busted. Cause Busted. Like, what, like, how would he, I mean, even people who weren't in New York know about it. So it's not like, it would, he would have to like, literally like delusionize the entire planet. And I'm, I'm not super familiar with his powers, but I'm just going to put it out there that I don't think he's capable of that. Well, I think also Guardians of the Galaxy essentially disprove that because there are more... I mean, the, it became more than just Earth after Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody, even if you were in space, I, I believe, uh, knew about the battle, the incident that happened in New York, that Th- Thanos's uh, push. So I think it's busted. I think it's silly. I think it's dumb. Yeah. What do you think, Troy? That and it would erase like the plot line of Iron Man 3, which I guess <laughs> some people would be okay with. But- <laughs> Ooh, that that's a plus. Is, yeah. That is true. Yeah, because his whole thing was like, oh, I'm so, I can't, the Battle of New York, I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, Tony. <laughs> you know, PTSD, Tony. 
I guess if I almost thought I would get lost in space, I would be pretty, pretty bummed too. I don't know. Rick from Rick and Morty <laughs> came back. All right. Yeah, that's true. He's no Rick. I know Rick and he's no Rick. He's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Well, those were all really crazy theories. Crazy and those awful and dumb. super crazy. And so I love doing it. It's funny. I, those are really hilarious. Those are always fun. It's kind of like a mystery theater 3000. Yeah. Like none of this makes sense, but we like it anyway. Right. So let's get, let's get to some theories that maybe make a little bit more sense. So this is a real good guessing game one because they have given us basically zero cl clues about who Sigourney Weaver will play in The Defenders. We know she's going to be the villain. So who could she be? Hey, as long as she's fighting aliens, I don't really care. Yeah. I have a kind of answer to that. Okay, tell us. So there's a really cool video that explains there's so many Easter eggs in The Defenders, like little thing that was 15 seconds. There's like an IP address on the thing that if you go to it, it takes you to like a website where it shows you all this defender news and all this information. But oh, in that video, like it's it's a, an insane video and it's really cool. But while that guy was talking, I didn't see this go by, but they announced that Sigourney Reaver is going to be playing a character not from the comics. Oh. And described her kind of more like a Lex Luthor type, like powerful business person. Okay. Uh, so... We don't know the name of it or anything, but it's definitely not from the comic from what I hear. Interesting. That's interesting because just from, you know, the, the little that we've seen, that was the impression that I got as well. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of like comic theory, like uh, Mephisto was the one that's the prevailing theory that they would gender bet Mephisto. Um, there was a, like the beast of the hand because the hand is really important in, in Defenders. Viper was another one that was sort of the former head of Hydra. But I kind of like this one of that she's new. There actually I did see a theory. I don't remember the acronym, but in Jessica Jones, Nuke, the uh, police officer who tries to kill um, uh, Patty, mm -hmm. he was a part of an organization um, like a, a big corporation, a, a private security type company. So that was another theory of maybe she would be this CEO or head of a company like that. So that could be aligned. It could be good. I don't care yeah. who she's playing. I love her I so much. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care who she is. And if she is like a Lex Luthor type, she could have like a suit of armor kind of like she did in Alien, kind of like Lex Luthor does in some of his, uh, you know, renditions. True. There actually was, too, I don't remember the name from the comics, there's this eccentric sort of billionaire businessman, and he does have a suit of armor kind of deal where he just, you know, is like a badass. He's like an old man, and he wears like this suit of armor. So maybe they'll they'll blend some some character design with with some homages to the comics but that she would be new for the series so that's good i didn't know that about about what they're saying so that's great okay <laughs> this other one is stupid because it, i mean it, it makes sense because he's kind of a, a narcissist but also wouldn't make sense in a general sense but it's stan lee is the watcher i think it's so dumb <laughs> 
I kind of like it. He'd just be Stanley with all of his Stanley cameos. I know. <laughs> and because he's such a narcissist, why would he make himself the watcher? I feel like just Stanley. I'm yeah, Stanley. Hey, it's Stanley. I guess that's true. It's kind of one of those meta of like. But but why did we go down this route? Why 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 did we think this? Um, because he's in all of them. Yeah, because he's in all of them. It would explain like why he's getting his life ruined by all these superheroes all the time. That's true. So and like why he just kind of shows up. And it's just it feels meta to me of like this this figurehead of Marvel, this creator of so many um, that he kind of still wants to be involved in all of these stories, even if he can't interfere or influence anymore. That's right. why it kind of made sense to me. Right. Like like a, a fly on the wall sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if we've confirmed that he lives on the moon, but that <laughs> would be cool. Does Stanley live on the moon? I sure hope so. <laughs> in his mind, he does. Maybe. Um, he has actually said to, someone has brought this up to him multiple times and he's like, please stop. I'm not. Can you not? (laughs) (laughs) I like it, though. All right. What's another one? (laughs) Okay. This one is really good, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought it was neat. For Iron Man fans out there. So, Tony Stark could be potentially powered by an Infinity Stone. So, when Loki attempts to mind control Tony and the Avengers, nothing happens. Um, a lot of people just say it's because, you know, he touched his little mini arc reactor and not his actual person. And that's, you know, got to have like skin to skin contact or something. So but the theory suggests that Tony's dad, Howard Stark, had experimented with the Tesseract back in the day and that perhaps Tony had found his research and had improved upon Howard's design for this, quote unquote, new energy source. Um, the, the arc reactor the arc reactor yeah so that the basically and i mean if you look at the tesseract and you look at the arc reactor they look kind of similar sim- i mean not in shape this no, square, but, in, but in, in, like, in energy right looking um so that maybe that, that's a that's why i think it's really cool because it would make sense and that so then maybe the energy like the infinity stone energies cannot you, know, you can put them in the gauntlet but they have to remain separate so maybe that's why Loki's staff did not work on him. And also it kind of denotes this, you know, why Tony has a strong connection to Vision of that they're both essentially powered by Infinity Stones. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Joy? That would be interesting because there's a, there's an instance in Iron Man where he's going through his dad's research and there's a sketch of a square, which is the Tesseract. And then that's why when in the Avengers, when he's looking at all the people's documentation of like finding out who they are, he looks at the Tesseract and it's like, hmm, this looks familiar to me. Oh. And oh. it could be some other background sort of thing. Maybe it was a familiar, like, oh yeah, I saw it in my dad's research, but I mean, it kind of connects. Not saying it's probably true, but it right. definitely yeah. can have a connection. For sure. Yeah, it's one of those like, it, it, it's it's a stretch. It's a little far fetched, but if it were true, that it would make sense. Yeah, it's a neat thought experiment almost to, mm-hmm. to think, you know, Tony Stark, you know, this brilliant genius guy. He probably could harness the power of a stone, even though it's 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 he's you know almost creating it, and it's mm-hmm. so close to him. Uh, I just I love the idea. I think it, it's really neat, very creative. Yeah, and he does. We do see in Iron Man three 
and and a little bit in in an homage to the comics that he kind of devolves a little bit like he get he goes off the rails ever slightly and that maybe that's kind of the effect of being around a stone for so long or being around two stones at once frodo throw it into oh. the volcano <laughs> throw it frodo <laughs> that it corrupts you it's like Thanos is such a bad guy. Then Gollum jumps on your back and oh, bites your Lord. finger off. Bites the thing <laughs> out of your chest. Hey, well, <laughs> Gollum is in the MCU. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. That's so true. I mean, yeah, I forgot. I should have found some connection. Next, <laughs> next show. Next show. So the last theory I want to talk about, I want to talk about this one last because I feel like out of any of these, besides maybe the first one, it's probably the most correct. And so this theory is that Loki wanted to lose to the Avengers. Like he always meant to lose the Battle of New York. Because <laughs> in my mind, it's like, could Loki, a demigod with an army full of aliens, really be defeated by a team of people that includes a dude with a bow and arrow? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess. I mean, there's obviously more than just Hawkeye on the team, a lot of powerful people, but... Maybe his intent all along was just simply to get Thor's attention, as little brothers tend to do, and then continue his plan to infiltrate Asgard, which he does quite successfully, steal the throne again quite successfully, and thus gaining access to not only the second Infinity Stone, but the Infinity Gauntlet for Thanos. That could be be true, yes. Be- because in the comics, the reason why he he purposely gets the Avengers together, and even though they were together when they all captured him and put him in the hella character car- character carrier, like they were together, but they weren't one. And so it wasn't until the end of the movie when they defeated him where they become the Avengers. All right, all right. So. It could it could be a possibility. He seems like a, you know he is Loki, the the trickster god. He is pretty tricky. You know, I, I, this seems like something that he could come up with that he could carry out, um, and that you know he he gives them all a little ego boost of you did it, you saved the day, you defeated me. But really, all along he was the winner. Very typical villain. Yeah. 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 Very typical Loki as well just trying to wrap my mind around the whole thing it's just like such a mind fuck oh but uh you can curse and, yeah <laughs> rated r everybody i think there's only one in there it could be pg-13 <laughs> okay great i that's why i ended on this one because i see i seriously feel like it could be the most true of them all very interesting yes yes especially uh-huh. if um if lady death and, and hell uh, hell are involved as well I yeah mean, that's the team up kind of Thanos, Loki, but of obviously Loki kind of has his own his own stuff going on too, and and Hela. Yeah, and there's that other weird thing that they're gonna swap the fact that Loki is Hela's dot. Nope. Yeah, Dad. Hela. Yeah, yeah. So they're switching it around. Like there's theories going around. They're like, oh no, maybe Hela is Loki's mother. Right. The black hair would explain it. <laughs> she she by the way if you if you know more norse mythology hella is she is a is a great just character a, a figure from from history and so i'm so glad that she's ended up in the comics because in the comics too she's 
so amazing. Like, she's so great. I'm so excited for her. Yeah, I love Hell, to be perfectly honest. I mean, yeah. she's so cool. Super cool. So, I wish we had a fan theory to go with her, but it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> like, she she wants to destroy everything. Like, and Milner. Poor Milner. <laughs> oh, poor Milner. Oh, R.I.P. Milner. Well... Thank you so much for joining us, Joy. This was so fun. So knowledgeable. Did you have fun? I hope you did. I did. I did. It was a lot of fun. It's always a good day to talk about Marvel, yes? Yes, always. (laughs) All right. Let's remind the viewers where they can find you on the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, all under Curious Joy with an I. (laughs) <laughs> and you can find me uh, pretty similarly actually most of my my names are the same at that emily kelly especially on twitter and instagram and you can find me uh i'm usually at screenwriter is my handle and that's through uh, most mediums before we 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 end the show i do want to talk about something very exciting so the their network is is it's a pretty young network got a lot of shows the todd and taylor show great show wednesday and westeros amazing amazing show and we have a lot of new things coming up on the network so we want to celebrate a little bit specifically with with our uh podcast because we hope that you have all enjoyed this is the fourth episode can you can you believe it we want to celebrate with a giveaway so the giveaway uh, a giveaway a giveaway okay guys that peter didn't know about this is this is news (laughs) to me i'm so excited i'm gonna win though just so you know no you you can't win joy i think you can win yes we can't win all right um please share this episode of fan theories this special mcu episode for a chance to win a special prize pack of marvel goodies follow us uh on facebook uh and twitter and instagram we will be tweeting and talking about it and you can also follow the their network on facebook and twitter as well for more details and of course you can check our website at any time their.network uh we're trying to 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 get a little bit of buzz going before we we you know release the hounds of this giveaway but it will be very fun and we hope uh that you have enjoyed the show and that's why we want you guys to share it with with your fellow geeks nerds fan theories conspiracy theories your mom your dad your your cousin your dentist everyone share it like it and win it apparently yes yes. so winning so this episode has been really fun our next episode, as with most of our episodes, we want to leave up to you guys, the listeners. This episode actually was a listener suggestion. Yes, it was. We look forward to more suggestions. It could be Walking Dead. It could be something in the DC universe. We are open to all suggestions. Naruto, Star Wars. We could do Star Wars again. Totally. Yeah, we could. There's yeah. a lot to talk about with Star Wars. Oh, oh my God. So Just don't get yeah, quiet. Tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us. If you know us in person, yell at us. Um, and, and we will try to get as many of your fan theories in as possible. And... <laughs> okay, Joy, say bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.